All right, and we are officially back. The return of Bar Talk feels weird to say, but we're back <laughs> here on a Monday night in beautiful Lawrence, Kansas. Um, Adam, the host, drinking a Bayou Milk Stout. Um, Let's go. Baby. Very graciously given to me by our newest member of the team that we're going to meet in a little bit. Uh, so he's off to a good start. Um, he might get a full-time offer after this. Let's go. <laughs> um, we'll see Intern. But first, we'll meet the regular crewmates. we got Ryan to my left. How are we doing tonight? We're doing pretty good. We're glad to be back. Um, we actually did record an episode uh, about three months ago that never got released. So, um, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll release it. But a lot of that content has come and gone. So... But, How about if we get 100 likes on our next post, we'll release okay. the forgotten episode. I like it. I like it. 100 likes on our next post. See what the followers can do for us. You um, know, if one of us ever, like, dies or something, and, you know, they go back and go into the archives and release all their unreleased oh, music for yeah. the fans, I think that might, might be one of those. <laughs> the post, the we need a better one for that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. The post mortem Yeah, tough scene. Uh, yeah. Everyone's like, you know, when the album drops after a death, everyone's like, this is terrible. That's going to be that podcast. <laughs> yeah. That'll be us. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. Not drinking anything. I'll probably steal some uh, Blake's. What are you drinking? Some Crown. Well, Woo! So it's a Monday someone night. Cough. So. <laughs> it's a Monday night and Blake's uh, hit, hitting it hard, so I may steal some from him and hopefully less than those effects. Keep him under mm-hmm. control, but yep. How we doing, Blake? Uh, I'm doing well. It's good to be back. Like I said, it was kind of sad that we recorded that episode and then never actually released it, you know, but it, we got busy. We had some stuff to take care of all and so, it's, but anyways, it's good to be back. I'm drinking some uh, some Crown Royal Vanilla tonight, courtesy of my it's brother good. Cole. It's, yeah, it is good. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite liquor and, you know, it does sound a little bit, a uh, little bit suspicious to be hitting some liquor on some Monday night, but I didn't have any beer or seltzer. And the bottle was almost done, so I put a little bit more just to finish off the bottle than I normally would. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's just, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, not that's, your, that's not your fault. Yeah, that's not my fault at all. So, Blake, how does it feel to be done with the LSAT? You've taken it like 65 times, studied for five years. <laughs> I did take it twice. I studied over the summer <laughs> for, uh, to give our, our listeners an update because I think we talked, we talked about it a little bit over the summer when we were doing the grind. Uh, it's very good to be done. Um, I'm doing all my applications right now, so maybe in like an episode or two. We'll figure get some more information, I guess. So, are you like just as busy doing application stuff? It's a lot more. I would say it's like a lot more fun to do the application portion, just because it's like I'm not sweating taking the test, and now I'm just like actually just like writing my name like a million times yeah. and like doing stuff like that. So, yeah, it's fun. Free uh, agent. Fun. Yeah, I'm like a free agent, so that's kind of fun. So, anyways, check back soon, hopefully. Sounds like a plan. All right, time to meet our newest member, Zach Lawrence Z Law. What's up, Big guys? Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> As, welcome to the team, Zach. We're happy to have you. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm supposed to say what I'm drinking, right? Yep. Okay, I'm drinking from Tallgrass Brewing Company from Wichita. Surprisingly great. Great brewing company. Never been disappointed by them. I'm drinking a raspberry dr- jam sour. Uh, I just gave it 8.6 out of 10 on my master beer writing list, which I've been doing all this year. I've been exploring the many facets of the craft beer world. I highly recommend all you guys do it because it's really fun. But uh, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to be here on the pod. So, boom. Awesome. So, what's the biggest conclusion from your master beer list? Um, 
I don't know. It's tough because like I kind of started around October, so it's like a lot of pumpkin beers on here, but I figured out that I really like lagers, which I never knew before. So that was like part of the reason why I did this was because I didn't really know like what craft beers I liked. And then like looking back through this list, I can see a lot of my higher rated beers are lagers. Not okay, like I like lagers, but I also really like stouts and sours. So. I think it's also worth mentioning here that uh, Zach was the one that brought the boys back together that we hadn't. I think the motivation for the pod had been a little low the past couple weeks, especially. Yeah. And so Zach banded the boys back together. <laughs> he was a true fan of the pod. He really needed it back. So he he just really just came out for for all our listeners out there. You have to credit Zach Lawrence for getting everyone back in the studio tonight. <laughs> I know. People are going to be... I don't know how they survived without our podcast <laughs> on the waves. Life will be good again come TBD when this gets posted. Wait, wait Adam, were you paying for the like subscription this entire time? <laughs> how, how much is it? Uh, it's like 10 bucks a month. Well, I mean, I'm the, like our ads cover that. Yeah, no. Like, and our like our big, big donors. Yeah. yeah. Donors. yeah. Like, uh, I think Booth called me the other day. We'll have to get back to Yeah. Them. And like every beer we drink on here, we low key get like thousand dollars for. Yeah. We just, we're just humble about it. So. You guys are. Do you guys talk about gambling at all on the podcast? I feel like we haven't. I feel like we haven't. Yeah, not really. Oh, 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 oh. we definitely we can. Could. That could be. You could do like a lock of the week segment uh, or something like that. I'm not really into gambling. These days. <laughs> <laughs> lock of the week in Texas, Republican. Or wait, no, that was Florida, right? Oh, yeah. Didn't you go in on that? Yeah. yeah. Big that one did. So I could, let me look at the slate. So do we want to get into, I think part of the thing with Adam, obviously you can lead here, but I think part of what we want to talk about this evening is about um, kind of get into what this past semester has been like now that we're next week is, or this week is our last full week of class with Monday and Tuesday next week. I'm not sure exactly when this podcast is going to be coming out. So we're basically through the in-person part of the semester which has been the weirdest, craziest semester for everyone, obviously not just us. And so I think we just kind of want to talk about what it's been like and then talk about um, our winter break plans and what we think is going to happen in the future. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a great transition from our intros and welcome backs into the, the heavy content of this podcast break. So Blake's laid out for us. Um, so you know what to do, people. Uh, pull up a stool, grab a beer, and let's talk. Welcome to Bar Talk. All right, Blake, so you brought it up well, so I think it's might as well start with you. Um, how has the semester been? Obviously, senior year for all of us going through COVID makes it a lot different. Um, what's your experience been so far? How's it been? What you expected? How's it been not what you expected? I would say it's really been a mixed bag. In some aspects, I think I've been pleasantly surprised. And then in other ways, I think it's really sucked. Um, to get a little bit more detailed, I'd say I'm shocked that we lasted in person through the entire time. I'm absolutely shocked. I thought we were going to be in person for a week, two weeks. They were going to call it and we we're going to go fully online. But to be said, I think the reason that that didn't happen is because the testing infrastructure was so poor and basically all of KU Greek life got herd immunity in the first oh, yeah. two weeks because 99% of people got it like right when they moved in. So, I mean, I think it's a mixed bag. I've been somewhat like they've done okay, I think. But at the same time, I like think about things about like the scanner when you walk into buildings, how like no one does it. There's like no regulations about things like that. And if we're being honest, I think how many, what percentage of, students you guys think got COVID this semester? Oh, geez. 
I would say like, Ooh, I don't know. It's got to be high. Like 50, 60, 70% probably, maybe. I don't, I don't know, know about that, that high, but like, I mean. I'd say maybe a quarter. It wouldn't surprise you think me. I don't yeah. know, dude. I, I could see it being even more than that. Like uh, a lot of people that, just because KU was not, not doing, like they weren't doing random testing or like forcing people to get tested multiple times. So like how many people got sick, didn't get tested, asymptomatic and never knew they had it. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the number would be, but I think, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I think KU really was kind of shoving under the rug how many people actually had COVID this semester because they didn't want to close. I don't know. That might be a cold take, but I think, I think they knew that it was a lot worse than they were really leading on with their like weekly reports or like whatever they were giving us. It's my opinion. Talk for a little bit too long. So please, any of you guys. But I think, no, I think that's interesting to talk about, but like from, from my perspective, I thought KU has done really well with their COVID protocols because I'm guessing like we stayed in person because I don't think there was much, if at all, any transmission on campus. I will jump right back in and then get out really quickly. I completely agree with that. I felt very safe on campus all like all year. I was never scared of getting COVID on campus, but I would say they like a lot of other schools are really strict about off-campus parties and things like that, and KU really yeah. did not seem to care at all, which was surprising. I thought I thought it would be pretty lenient, but they would really come after some people, and they just kind of didn't, which was interesting. Which, that's surprising, honestly. Because I remember at the beginning of the semester, we were kind of tweaking about that. Like, we thought they'd be hardcore, and you saw all those pictures, like, on Twitter. Yeah, All definitely. those houses, and nothing really happened, which is honestly really surprising, because I feel like yeah. that's the opposite you would have expected. But it's yeah. also, like... Don't you think their hands are tied a little bit there when like people are in their own residence off campus? I'd agree, but I think if right at the beginning of the year, if they set the tone with a couple, I think it was like one senior house that was like hundreds of people. And like at that point, no one really knew what the status quo was. And if they, like if one or two people got expelled for the semester, that would have like really, really set the tone of yeah. like what was okay and what wasn't. And I think in my opinion, since the day we got back to campus, it has been a s- slow crescendo to what we're at now, which is basically people don't care. I'm not saying that we do, because like obviously we're kind of in this group as well. People just don't care. They're doing whatever they want. For like a lot of a lot of aspects of off-campus living, you wouldn't know that there's a pandemic going on. Ryan, what do you think about this? I agree, and uh, I'm not I'm not going to be the lawyer, but um, I just tell me, Blake. Do you know, like legally, does the university have any jurisdiction with off-campus? What I do at my apartment or my house that's not on campus yeah, it's like no way is they there any legal so i won't i won't, pre- I won't pretend to know this because i don't um, <laughs> that's, oh, no, no 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 i, I won't <laughs> pretend to know because I, I really don't to be honest and uh but i will say that's happened at other fraternities has it not other fraternities other schools have gotten rid of people for off, off-campus parties like this semester or no has it all everyone expelled has that been on campus i really that's don't know question. i i haven't heard of any of it but so i recently like FaceTime one of my friends from Mizzou, and she was saying, telling me how they have been expelling people at Mizzou. Is if I remember correctly what she was saying. Off-campus or off-campus? I'm pretty sure it was off-campus, yeah. That is an interesting question, though, because I don't know, because, yeah, I'm not really sure if they could do anything about that, especially also if you're, like, a fully Zoom student, right? So say you were never even going on campus, like, I, I I really don't know. This is a good question. Yeah. I'm not sure. What was your question? They were talking, we were talking about, is it... Um, like, could they do even do something to yeah. an off-campus party? Like, could they expel you for hosting an off-campus party? I'm pretty sure they can. 
Well, I don't know. Can they, the they, they had that Browns email. They can the university do something, or would it have to come from the city of Lawrence, like the police department? So I guess are you saying like okay if they did expel you you could like come in with like a lawyer and be like yo that's what I'm saying I don't that's know. what I'm thinking yeah I feel like you can definitely I, that. can't yeah I, don't know. I mean maybe you could yeah I mean that's a good question like if say right now in this house tonight we decided to have a party with a thousand people yeah like and there was clear transmission could KU do anything about that to us I like, just feel like it's up to KU's uh, discretion as to what they can want to kick you out for. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they can just do whatever they want. That actually is an interesting spin on this because if it actually is the case that KU can't do anything to off-campus like events, then that really kind of checks out to what's been going on this entire sure. semester. Because yeah. if they actually couldn't do anything and they wanted to, because nothing's happened as I mean, far we as could, I know. We could try it. Yeah, yeah we could find out. Yeah. If we want to run an Project experiment X. here, we can, we can get it going. Well, didn't they give that one house? Do you remember that one house across from the stadium that was yeah. on Twitter? I saw, they, they got like, like a cease and desist or something. From well, the I thought they were like all like mandated to quarantine. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that came from Lawrence Public Health uh-huh. or KU. Yeah. And if it was just like a suggestion I, or yeah, a... Yeah, seriously. I mean, there's no way to really know. Yeah. Know? Also, I, another thing to bring up, which I, I don't know about if you guys got the same thing, but um, probably about a month ago, I got an email from KU... And basically it said, you need to come in and get, you're, you're a random testee. Like you have oh, yeah. to come in and get tested. And I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> and I was like, wow, can they like really force me to do this? And then like, by the time I got to the bottom of the email, they were using a lot of words. Like we strongly suggest and we yeah. like stuff like that. And so like, by the time I was done reading, I was like, oh shit, like they can't make me do this. And so yeah. like, I just didn't, I don't know if you, did you guys get that same email? Yeah, at some I, point? I got it, but I tested positive at beginning of september and you're not supposed to do it if you've tested positive in the last 90 days mm. so i actually got it like three weeks in a row i don't know if they thought i just wasn't replying <laughs> but it said like right there like don't do it if you've tested positive in the last 90 days so it's like okay i also just kind of assumed that i had like gotten it when we moved back i guess i didn't technically text positive but i don't know what was it how did so i guess we can talk about this too so at least in our house so there's eight of us mm-hmm. and how many people do we think like Probably got it out of the eight, like at least five, probably six. Yeah. What about, what was your house, Adam? It was weird. So I got it, and then I was the only one who ever felt anything around, like, when I got it. So one of my, Chad says he has, he's tested positive for the antibodies, but it's never, like, tested positive for mm. the virus. Interesting. interesting. Um, but the other ones haven't tested positive for it at all. So the, I thought, like, for sure after I got it, like, my whole house was going down. Yeah. But I was able to, I guess, not give it to them. Do you think that means they just had it all before then? I don't know. Had to Because, like, as soon as I, like, got sick, I stopped being around them. But I'm kind of surprised I didn't give it to them before then. I don't know. The whole thing's weird. I don't know. Beats me. So did you three all have it? Yeah. Uh, I was exposed to it and very well could have been asymptomatic i got tested and was negative um but that could have been like maybe i got tested too late i never had symptoms so i never really knew when to go get tested so i had no idea i was in the same boat as ryan i never actually tested positive i would say it's probably more than likely that i got it towards the beginning of the semester and then like also it was kind of maybe we can touch on this as well because we me and adam were just in manhattan um and like towards the beginning of the semester we both were as well And I feel like it was kind of like dancing this ethical line of like, especially in Manhattan where they're basically bars are open, very few restrictions. Um, 
It was like, I thought it was strange for me just because like I wasn't breaking the law by like going out in Manhattan, obviously. But like at the same time, it's just like, I do you guys think there's like an ethical issue if you're following the law? Like if you're not breaking the law, like you're doing what your public officials say to do, mm-hmm. but like you kind of know it's probably not like right, quote unquote. Mm. Yeah. It's a good lawyer question. I like it. I feel like I w- it was easier for me like knowing that I had it and like being recovered, I guess you've been like billing myself out on the fact that I can't get it or give it to anyone else, at least for a few months. But it is tricky, you know, of like trying to make those decisions, but also living life in college, you know? Yeah. I also feel like you go out at your own risk too. Yeah. Like if you don't have it and you're going out to bars or if you haven't had already and you're going out to bars, like you should probably be factoring that in that, that, that you could get it yeah. anytime you go out. Yeah, so. I like, something I've also noticed is like, I feel like Lawrence is kind of like, at least the students are somewhat of a bubble. Like, and I know they are like going and to local businesses and stuff. But at the same time, a conversation I had with like uh, a woman that cut my hair, like right when we came back, um, I know a lot of people are just like closed, are like calling for like shutdowns and everything like that. And she basically said like, if you guys shut down again, like basically every business on mass is done. Like yeah. they're going yeah. out of business. And so she was like, I know people are like saying that they like need to protect us from you guys. But she was like, we literally need you guys cause you are the economy of Lawrence. And so if you guys get sent yeah. home or if like you were have to shut down, like we are going under, like we are not going to be able to survive that. So I just like kind of a weird, yeah, that's another spin on that. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's interesting how, at least in Lawrence, there are certain restaurants have, I don't know if they have different guidelines or if they have just different convictions, but each restaurant almost seems to be doing a different thing. Yeah. Um, just like, I know the McLean's on, uh, campus. Oh, it's, it's a just, free-for-all. You yeah. do whatever you want. And yeah. it's like, wear a mask when you walk in, but other than that, like, do whatever. And then you go on mass and you see, uh, I think it was Amy's. Yeah, it's closed. Yeah. For, and they're like, we'd yeah. love to serve you guys for 20 years, but we have to shut our doors. And it's just like, I, I don't yeah. get the disconnect there. That's what's I so can weird. some restaurants do seemingly whatever they want, and then some are struggling. Yeah. I don't know if that's a personal <laughs> conviction from the restaurant, yeah, or I feel it's, like it's all been, like, their decisions. I mean, I think, like, McLean's is technically following the guidelines of mask when you're not seated. And, like, everyone, yeah. people six feet apart. I'm pretty sure those are, like, the only two things they have to follow. Well, that's the weird thing about this pandemic. Pandemic, It's just, like, subjective to everybody as, like, what is a right and wrong thing to do. Yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago, I went to Lake of the Ozarks, and it's, like, nobody cares down there. Yeah. But, like, it's there's no, like, rules there. Like, we went to the grocery store, and, I mean, here... Colorado, like, it's mandatory. You got to wear a mask in the grocery store. Like, the Ozarks are optional. And, like, nobody, everybody in the grocery store was, like, not wearing a mask. Like, COVID didn't exist. It's just weird, like, how you can just drive, like, a couple hours in any direction and things are going to be completely different. That's the weird thing about, like, just how the United States is, like, put together, you know? It's, like, because, like, with federalism, like, states are supposed to be able to, like, have police power and, like, be able to make these, like, public health decisions for their, like, for the people who live there, but at the same time, it affects everyone, so it's, like, kind of this weird thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just strange. It's so weird to me. It's, like, that you can, like, Louis Zach said, you can drive, like, 10 minutes across the state line, yeah. and it's, like, night and day difference, or even yeah. a county, for that matter. Yeah, so you... That's an interesting thing to talk about, though, is, like, do you guys agree with how... I feel like, basically, the United States 
or at least like the federal government made it mostly a statewide decision for how each state was going to handle it. Do you agree with how that was done or do you think there should have been more federal action? That's tough. You lead us off, Ryan. (laughs) Lead us off. Um, Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, I still think that, I don't know, I think, I think this has pretty much been my stance from the beginning. Um, I think if you are in the population where you are at a greater risk of having long-term issues from the contracting the coronavirus, that you should protect yourself. You should not go out. Um, but you know, if you are willing to take that risk and get it and you're okay with getting it, then like, wear a mask, do all you can to protect yourself, to protect others. But like at the end of the day, like we were talking about earlier, you can't have a complete shutdown again. Um, so I guess to answer, I sound like a politician. Um, <laughs> yeah, to, uh, a perfect politician. Yeah, to, uh, answer, to, to answer your question more bluntly, um, I think that this qualifies. I'm not, a, you know, I didn't study constitutional law like Mr. Marcy over here, but um, oh I think goodness. this pretty much falls under the exact category of like the the states' rights. Like I don't think, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't. Like, this seems to fit perfectly for why the states were given the right to choose what to do. Because each state, um, obviously, is different. You know, some are heavy, heavier rural population. Some are he- uh, heavier in the city. Um, so I don't think each state should, each state should do the same thing. Um, but, you know, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't wear a mask. It's just, it just can only help. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that small town rural Kansas should be forced to wear a mask if they don't want to. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I definitely agree with you. It's like, when you really look at, like, obviously, I I can't even, like, I don't want to sound like I know what I'm talking about too much, but, like, when you look at the Tenth Amendment, I'm in constitutional law right now. We talked about this a little (laughs) bit. We talked about this a little bit. When you look at the Tenth Amendment of the United States Constitution, it's like, police powers are reserved for the states or anything that's not, like, police powers, like, the states have the right to, like, make like make ordinances and things for the health of their like of their population and that's just how it's kind of laid out that's what i was getting yeah 10th amendment, tenth thanks, amendment. For, uh, yeah. thanks for filming <laughs> states rights like that's where like the states rights thing comes from but at the same time what's like always i thought it's a little bit sticky is like if you look at a state that's like really really close and like voting where it's like really close to being republican or democrat it's like, that's like a little sticky, you know what I mean? If it's like 51% Republican and they're just like, because of that, there's like no rules when like, in reality, 49% of the people who live there are like, what the hell? So I don't know. I think it's like kind of like an ethical thing for me where it's just like, I feel like, I don't know if it's really like legal, but I feel like it should have just been like smooth action by like the president and Congress I don't know. I feel like that just would be easier if it was like everywhere was doing the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to me how it's like different. I agree. So like, I don't know. It's like hard to say. And then like, also I know there's been like some things in the courts about like some of their orders like weren't technically constitutional. I think in like Pennsylvania, I don't You guys remember that? Like Pennsylvania, like some of the state home orders are like, yeah, you literally can't do that. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. I think it personally, like I think in an ideal world, it would have been like the country as a whole was all doing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Zach? I think it's tough because, it, you know, it's a, like, it was a novel virus, so we didn't know, like, the optimal protocol to combat it, mm-hmm. which, 
makes me think that it might have been best that the state's got to, you know, do whatever they wanted to. But at the same time, I think it was like a fair argument. Like, if you're going to do something, you might as well do it countrywide. So that way, I don't know. And it's tough because so many people have been critical about how the United States has handled it compared to like other countries that have completely eradicated it. But I just don't think it's comparable in the least bit because the United States is so big. Another like big argument too that I just like thought of is like a lot of times they'll like make arguments under like interstate commerce. Like just because you live in Kansas doesn't mean that you're not going to drive to some other state yeah. and infect people. Yeah. So it's not like you're like landlocked within your state. So it's like it is kind of a federal issue in my opinion. But like I don't I don't really know like the logistics of how they would go about like doing like a national thing. Yeah. So, and then another issue too is you have to think about you know obviously there's the consequences of the virus itself in regard to like killing people. We also have to think about the economic damage and the mental health damage. Like suicide rates have spiked. Lots of people are not doing well because they have mail, you know, they're unemployed or their businesses are getting shut down. So you have to all, you have to factor that in too. Yeah. So. Agreed. So I guess I have a question. So on the first day of Joe Biden's presidency, is there going to be a four-week national lockdown? Same thing that kind of right when all this started. I think it was five weeks. Five weeks. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. Well, I'd say I'd I say don't think so. There may he may he may try to do that, but I just find that. For some reason, I find a hard time believing that the police department in Scott City, Kansas, is <laughs> yeah. going to tell Reed Brunswick to go put a mask on. Yeah. Like, or try, Lake of the Ozarks. Or Lake of the yeah. Ozarks, or 80% of rural, like, I don't know what percent of the United States is rural. Um, what do you think? Probably that. Probably pretty high. Um, I think, well, I guess you guys were kind of talking about different things of a yeah. mask mandate versus a lockdown. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, go back to the first question. Yeah, I guess... Going back to, like, the question that I posed, I think it would be interesting to know if, like, if it would have been done federally, like, some sort of mass mandate federally, if it would have made it less politicized, like, the choice of wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Because one thing that I have noticed, at least, like, once places went from, like, optional to, like, required, Mm -hmm. it seemed, like, easier to wear one. Because it seemed like, it seemed like first when it was optional, it was like the only people wearing it were like trying to make a statement. Yeah. yeah. Like people not wearing it were trying to make a statement. Yeah. Which like, somehow that's just like the most classic America thing ever. To like <laughs> yeah. make that a divided issue. Facts. But I think it would be interesting to see if that would have, have changed it. And also like, I think it made a lot more sense. Like it would have been very hard to argue in the beginning to make it a federal thing. Because states are going through so much different stuff. But I think That's it's been true. interesting to see now, like, when it's, like, the biggest it's ever been. It's, like, all those states that were doing good at the beginning are now, like, going crazy. Like, the Dakotas are, like, out of I control. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just crazy to see how it's, like, slowly, it's, like, slowly crept across the whole country. And, like, those smaller areas, it took a longer to get there. I think there's less interaction, but it's weird to see how, like, now it feels like it's made its way into rural America. So do you have any information about our, our brand new president, Joseph Biden, on what he's going to be doing when he gets in office? Dude, it'll be interesting because I feel like he's going to want to make a statement. I agree, 100%. But also not, like, if he, he, there's no way I don't think he tries to do a national lockdown because, like, hmm. I think there would be huge unrest and, like, the court battles would just be insane. And I think yeah. he would be dealt a lot of losses from that, like... It's a tough way to start out. Yeah, and, and it sounds like he has a good excuse not to do that right now with all these new vaccines. 
yeah. They're coming out. Talk about the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they're honestly guys. like Biden's pretty lucky in like that it's he true. will yeah. literally become president like <laughs> as it's starting to get manufactured. <laughs> Did you see Trump's tweet today? Uh, Trump was like, "Let it be known <laughs> that the vaccines." The successful vaccines occurred under my regime. Why <laughs> something like that? It's also yeah. I saw that. It's so like ironic because like he takes credit for so much of the economic growth that like was done under the Obama presidency and yeah. like I don't know. It's well, it's, it's just like every politician will yeah, take credit for whatever else. they can. But I do think like I don't think a national lockdown makes sense right now based on. I don't know. Well, I guess that would piss it is like off. worse than it's yeah. ever been right it's now. It's going to probably keep getting worse. And like the like, holidays are going to make it yeah. probably even that, worse. Yeah. Devil's advocate question for you guys. Is it okay for the coronavirus to be rampant through America? Oh, I like that. Like, is that, is that a terrible thing? I, I see. I have like a harsher perspective on this. I think that everything should open up completely. If you're in danger, I don't know. Um, I just feel like if you're, well, I I was going to say that like, if you're like at risk, seriously, then just stay inside everybody else, like our age, especially like go out and do your thing because the economy is struggling. But at the same time, I was thinking like I did kind of get cranked by COVID and I wish I hadn't got it, even though it seems inevitable being in college and doing things we do. So... And now I'm confused. <laughs> what concerns me? Okay, this is this is the concern that I have. I think, you know, the vaccine is on its way. I think they're projecting anywhere from February to April. I'm not sure if that's exactly like I think that's about when it's, mass production. Yeah. Yeah. And so what what worries me is that the vaccine is going to come out and there's still going to be this like tendency. People are still going to be scared. And in my opinion, the second that the vaccine is widely distributed. It needs to be like a light switch and we need to get back to normal because at that point, what are we waiting for? Like what more could we possibly be waiting for after that? I'm just scared that people are still going to be really like really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, yeah, really hesitant to get things back to normal. And like, as soon as the vaccine's out, like, what are we waiting for? You know, I like that point. You think so? I yeah, think I, think so. Like, I think so. I think so. Dude, and what's crazy is apparently 50% of people polled are not going to get the vaccine, which is just nuts to me. And so I thought that That's was insane. Another issue. I thought that was crazy. But then I asked my parents. It's our parents. It's all our parents, dude. I asked my parents and they were just like, I don't love the idea of being a guinea pig for like a new vaccine. Like, like you're not the guinea pig. The guinea pigs have already gone look through. At the, I know, like, I know. Data yeah, it's like thousand. Exactly. That's why I told them. But it's just oh. like I think a lot of people our parents' age have been through They'll enough like of these things. To get yeah, it. I think they've been in, they've been through enough of yeah. like the SARMs. Like they've seen this enough where they're like in problems with an initial vaccine, especially yeah. one that they're trying to get out as soon as possible, like to wait. Yeah. And like Yeah. My rebuttal to that would be just because they're cranking it out fast does not necessarily mean they're cutting corners. Like Exactly. The, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'll be first in line. Yeah, I'll be first in line. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. That's what's funny. I would have like, gone first. <laughs> I feel like our generation, like, we have so much trust in everything and, like, technology and, like, we don't, I feel like our generation will be first in line, but, like, really we're not the people who need it. Yeah. Like, true. right away. I feel like the people that really need it could be the ones that are more skeptical. Can you imagine if they, like, for some reason, there's some major catastrophic side effects to oh. this vaccine that, like, 90% of the world is about to get? Like, yeah. like just the end of humanity. Just constant down. erection. <laughs> All the people are just too scared to, like, say that as a side effect. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a shower, not a grower. <laughs> hey, I got official word from a zoo, too. She said two girls in Zeta got expelled, but it wasn't for off-campus parties. Well, I guess that doesn't explain it. Oh, wait, she said they had COVID and lied about it and still went out to the bars. So I don't even know how, like, Mizzou found out about that. But That's right, interesting. And then she said, this guy we know, his roommate got suspended when they had a party in September, which was off-campus. Huh. She said, but they've lightened up a bit lately. Do you want to, like, shout her out on the pod? Shout out Veronica. Hey, what's up, Veronica? <laughs> hey. Thanks for the, thanks for the yeah. info. Thanks for calling into the pod, Veronica <laughs> yeah. from Missouri. Dude, oh my god. See, I we don't like your school, but we appreciate your Dude, advice. I could FaceTime her right now, but I feel like she would just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so. That's funny. Oh, Going back to Ryan's question, though, I think it is interesting to see how, um, like, case numbers became, like, the prominent number. But I feel like it's more important to keep track of like hospitalizations and deaths yeah. because yeah. And I, I think yeah. the outcomes are getting better just because we're knowing more. Yeah. But I'm also starting to hear like back in the spring when it was bad, like, you know, all those, you know, those stories like the Kansas City nurses going to New York. Yeah. But it's like now everyone's stretched thin. Yeah. You know, and you can't really like transfer people. So that'll be something interesting to watch. I think another thing to think about the lockdown too is like in the spring when we were locked down, it was like all this was new and like no one really knew what we were in for. And so I think there was a lot more like people were maybe scared is not the right word, but people were like really like they were listening to what the public health officials had to say. Mm -hmm. But I think we've been in this long enough that there was another like lockdown or whatever you want to call it. A lot of people I just don't think would care, yeah. like or just like go about exactly what they're doing right I now. I don't know. I almost kind of disagree because I think okay. we just have such a different perspective being in college and like at our age, we've had it. A lot of us, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like I just don't think we care as much as other people. Like I know my parents are still like super careful and like fair enough, but I think a lot of people are still really scared and take it really seriously. And I think we are very different from a lot of people. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Oh, I don't want to cut you off. If you guys, anyone to no, say? You're good. Um, what What do you guys think Thanksgiving is going to be like? Also, want Thanksgiving for your families? Are you family gatherings, or is it going to be your immediate family? I talked to my mom today. I was like, "So, what are we doing for Thanksgiving?" She's like, "Oh, I think we'll get takeout." Days. Days. There <laughs> yeah. We go. Yeah. 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 So, do you know where? Takeout. Turkey. Oh, like what restaurant? Yeah, oh, like, no, I have no idea. Like, well, I mean, they're new to Colorado, so like we've never. I don't yeah. know. They haven't been. We don't know the restaurants for real. So I, I, I will say, crack, Cracker Barrel in Colorado. <laughs> I, don't, pretty, I don't know. They got pretty decent. That uh, sounds like the Christmas for you, stuff. though. Really? Well, for me, we did that one year. Well, no, just Christmas, mm. like what we're doing, or no, not? Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean we're Christmas. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I feel like you would like that because we're just chilling, just getting takeout. I would like that. What's your guys' favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh. That's tough. Uh, is gravy a food? No. That's a that's like a See, yeah, oh. that's my thing. Mine's like the combination of gravy gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and corn all yeah. on my plate. Just yeah. Just like, mixed together. Together. It's like a yeah. link. Just yeah. like a link gravy and a couple yeah. other stuff in You there. stuff mashed potatoes on like a roll. I don't love turkey. Oh. It's fine. It's I think fine. It's, it's fine, it's fine yeah. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think it's yeah. the worst part though. You it think is. is. If okay. you get like an aesthetically mm. pleasing turkey though, it it's not. It, it sets the mood, yeah, you know. And then, uh, and then the wishbone is fun to play with. Yeah, you can shove your whole arm in it too. And like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, maybe what? we should do a Thanksgiving themed next podcast, and we can all you can't see us, but we can all dress up as like pilgrims or something, or like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
still <laughs> thankful for. We can film that one. Maybe. Uh, yeah, we can, yeah, yeah, we can film that one. Yeah, we can post that one. Um, uh, my family is just doing immediate family. Usually we do like a big family gathering, but I think like my parents and grandparents have the thought of, which I think I agree with, but also kind of frustrating, of we've made it this far, so like we don't want to like let up now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But they've also like I feel like they're getting like more strict now that the cases are rising again. Yeah. But like I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. Yeah, as in like if you haven't if you haven't had it yet. We were like taught. Yeah, I mean we were like our family's talking about it too because a lot of my like closer family lives in Kansas City. Like similar, they have kids like similar age, so kind of in the same boat. And so they're talking about like I don't know if we're like gonna get tested prior or like I don't know I don't know what we're gonna do or just like stay at home and just immediate family. Yeah, I think we're doing just immediate family, um, just playing it safe, you know, I don't know, but. Do you want another beer? Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, though. Yeah, no, I think it will be interesting to see the holidays, though, because, well, like, what a tough situation to be in, it's tough. you know? Like, I feel bad for my parents Definitely. because, like, they, you know, just, like, being in that role of, like, coordinating the family gatherings. Oh. Because, like, my grandparents are old enough for, like, to basically tell them, like, what they're doing. Yeah. So, like, they have to tell them, like, hey, we're not getting together. Yeah. You know, and it's really tough for, like, Sorry. to be in that spot. It is, like, yeah. Also, that, like, reminds me. It's, like, my grandma, she, like, lives alone. She's 85, basically. And, like, her health is fine. I mean, she's, like, really old. And, yeah. like, literally, she has basically not seen, like, or, like, been in physical contact with people yeah. for, like, a year, yeah. basically, which is crazy to think about. So, it's, like, there's so many older people that I'm sure are just, like, praying for this to be over as soon as possible that we just, like, don't even think about. I've got a question for you guys. So, like, I feel like, okay, like, I feel like a lot of us have been going to, like, house parties and stuff, doing things a lot I mean, of people will look I mean, down speak on. Speak for yourself. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Are we, like, bad people for doing that? Because I personally don't think we are. Like, isolated in a college town, everybody's already herd immunity. At least people we're hanging out with. Like, what do you what do you guys think of that? I think like, it's an way? argument for herd immunity. Yeah. I think among our population, yeah. Of, like, I honestly think it worked here. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I haven't heard, of, heard of someone oh, yeah. getting, like, positive in our, like, bigger friend group or just people that I know in a while. I haven't heard of one since, like... September. September. Yeah. I feel like after the first wave, it like really died down. Yeah. I'm sure but, people have gone in. I've just been maybe yeah. less likely to say it, but it's a good. Or point. just like didn't know or didn't get tested. But at the same time, it's like literally everyone I knew basically got it in the first two three weeks we moved in. And since then, I really it's yeah. like it was like literally herd immunity on a small scale, which yeah, is like no, just honestly. wild. To answer your question, Zach, I don't think we're bad people. At least I don't think I am because I really haven't like gone home that much or like yeah. been around other people I've been trying to like as much as I can stay around people my age yeah so I feel like as long as you're not like going out Friday Saturday and like having car doing cars with your grandma every Monday yeah yeah. I think, I just, I think just the mixing of populations is when it gets bad yeah. also it's weird because at the start of the year like right when we came back like you were okay to have like 40 people together yeah. Or something like that. Or I think it was I think it was forty or something. It was like forty five for a while. Then yeah. they just changed last week to fifteen. Yeah, so anyways, it's like again, it's like that whole thing is like I don't think most of the time where there was ever like any law being broken, yeah. which is like just weird to think about. Yeah. Ryan, I got a question for you. What do you know if you know anything about when your immunity runs out? 
with COVID. Oh, like if you've gotten it? Yeah. Then, uh, I don't know much. All I know is like, I think they said like three-ish months is what they're kind of shooting for mm-hmm. uh, and like what they're predicting. But, you know, I mean, it's just going to depend on the person. Um, oh, some people may have like immunity some longer may, than others? Some may have it longer, some may have it shorter. Interesting. Uh, What's that contingent on? Do you know? Or just kind of random? Lots of stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't really know. Another I, question. My cat score will... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... But also, you're not hearing about like widespread people getting it again. At least I feel like you don't hear yeah, about you that. Would, on the you news. Think you would hear about With it. like yeah. the amount of people that got it, like the March, April, May area. Yeah. Like we haven't heard about a ton of stories about those people getting it again. I feel like I just haven't been hearing about COVID news in general. Yeah, it's a wonder if like the whole hospital like thing is going to be an issue again come this winter break. Yeah. Where like hospitals are going to start filling up again. And then it's like the whole like we have to flatten the curve because like yeah. hospitals are full. Yeah. Like, It'll be interesting with winter break because all the college kids are going home. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't gonna, know. Yeah, that could be bad actually, yeah. or just like not even, or just like all kids in general. Yeah, be like I, I thought it was interesting that the KU's like exit testing, like you can get a test if you're going home, but you have to say if someone you're going home to is in like the CDC high risk. Yeah, or if that like the place you're going to requires it. I was planning on getting. I tested. was kind of surprised that you yeah. had to have a reason. Me too. I was like planning. On, I assumed that they would do that. And I was planning on just getting tested, just, like, make sure I was good before I, like, went home. Yeah. And, yeah, I saw that. And, like, no one in my family is technically high risk. So, like, I probably could, like, lie, I guess, if I yeah. want. I don't I know what, how you say. I don't know what the burden of proof is, like, to show yeah. them. But I'm definitely surprised. Or even, I'm just surprised KU's, like, not curious to know, like, how many kids are leaving positive. Yeah. But I bet it'd be pretty low. I think so, too. I bet it would be yeah. pretty freaking low. I feel like there's not a lot of COVID crawling around here. I right really now. don't think there is either. Yeah. But... Maybe but it has gone like back up in Douglas County, which I think is interesting. It is interesting. Can't blame it on us. I don't yeah. think. <laughs> no. I don't think that's like, this time. That's why it's like hard to. Is there like a correlation there? You know, like where are all these people in Douglas County getting it from? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is us, and we're just probably is. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I guess we should probably wrap up here. Um, you know how we like to end is always on a hot take. Um, no. So we need one hot take question. It's always got to be about the future. I got I got a question for okay. us. Okay. Like, first of all, lockdown or no lockdown, okay. come Joe Biden, or this winter break. Okay. And if there is a lockdown, how many weeks is it going to be? Okay. I like that. Or, and you have to say, what month the vaccine will go in your arm. Okay. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one, too. I'll be able to go in our yeah. arms. Okay. Yeah, I want to think, think of, like, a crazy hot take. That's just... Okay. Weird. I guess I can start. Um, I don't think there will be a lockdown. I don't think it would work. And I don't think Joe Biden, Mr. Moderate, wants to get in that hot of waters right away. I do think he'll try and like do some smaller steps, but I don't think he'll go as far as lockdown. And vaccine, I'm going to go April because that's my birthday. Okay. And having my 21st birthday during covid I think it'd be great. Twenty second birthday, I'm getting the vax. There we go. There we go. I like it. All right. Um, you know, I'll follow a similar suit. Assuming Sleepy Joe is still the president, Kamal has not taken over yet. I, <laughs> Come on. Joe's still kicking. In he's January. still kicking in in January. Um, I would agree with Gleason that I doubt there will be a lockdown. Um, at least I doubt there will be a full lockdown. There may be more restrictions put in place, but I don't think we can. 
it, it's hard to take steps backwards. Yeah. And I think we've almost crossed the line of return. And uh, so that's that. And then as far as the vaccine goes, I like I like January. Give me January. Because listen, yeah. Jimmy. Happy New Year's, right. baby. We've, Woo! Got, we've got one at 90%, one at 94.5. Yeah. Like, what are we waiting for? Let's get yeah. these suckers cranking out. <laughs> there baby. we are. It, Triple the pace, Operation like, Moonblast or whatever. Warp <laughs> no, speed. Warp Speed. Yeah, yeah Operation Warp Speed. They're already getting what bailed. What are we for? I'll get mine as soon as possible. Okay, I got I'm I'm learning from my past mistakes in my team. Because <laughs> I remember about a little, of, probably around 10 months ago, we were all recording a podcast like this, right when COVID was coming over, uh-huh. and we were about to leave for spring break, and we said, oh, there'll be a thousand cases in the U.S., yeah. this is going to get wrapped up on the next thing, here we are, Interesting. About, about 10 months later with the absolute just ridiculous pandemic going across the world, I think Joe Biden is going to get you know, get inaugurated to his presidency, and COVID's going to be the worst it's ever been, and during this, like, I think it's going to, shit is going to hit the fan again these, yeah. in these coming winter months, it's going to get bad. I think this day that Joe Biden gets inaugurated, we are going to go into a four-week total lockdown to try and curb because the hospitals are so full. Mm-hmm. And I think that the National Guard is going to distribute the vaccine in February. I'm shooting for February. I think it's going to be some like movie-type shit. Like There's going to be like military bases <laughs> everywhere, and they're going to be like, you'll have to drive up and get the vaccine. That's a hot take. Like so you it. think... It gets produced in February, or you get it in February? In my arm in February. So you think February is just a huge month? Yeah, big how, month. How I many, think. How many days are in January? Is that 31? 31, yeah. Right. I like that. I think, January it is. I think, I think it's going to get really, really bad here in the next two months. I think it's going to get really bad, and they're going to have to do another lockdown. All right. I like to take. Z-Law. I agree home. with Blake. I think no federal shutdown. So you... You don't. So you don't agree. With you. <laughs> I honestly didn't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard the February part. I agree. I think vaccine. Boom, February, and then after February, it's gonna be fuck. Okay, so vaccine goes in, everything opens up, we're all clear to go. It's gonna be fucking insane. <laughs> I mean, people are just gonna be cracking champagne bottles. Boom, Mass Street just going crazy. We're parading. We're just vaccine party. <laughs> vaccine party on Mass Street. And we're just going to have the best semester of our lives. By far. Easy. Senior year. Who cares? We're not going to class. <laughs> not us. <laughs> You're right. going to law school. No. Oh. That's a good take. I like it. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I had something else to say, too. I guess it's too early. I was going to ask you guys if you have any thoughts on New Year's resolutions, but I feel like it's next podcast, too early. Next yeah. Yeah, next that's a great to one. To get into it yeah. next week. I do think it is funny just because, like you said, that the hell explode again. Isn't it just funny that we were, like, talking about our 1,000 cases, and, like, even when we were in, I'm just looking at the case count here, like, in, in April, like, May times, we averaged, like, at its worst, like, 35,000 a day. And now we're doing like 130,000 plus. Yeah. New, like cases? The, new cases? Yeah. Holy fuck. But it's like the testing has definitely increased. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah but I it's like. True. Still. I wish the listeners at home could just see this curve because we did like small hump. It's like the Mamba world of oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. We're just, it's crazy. I mean, that's, but we're going to come down. That's, that's right. 
When those that must come down? Exactly. I'm what? excited for cold takes exposed in like yeah. a month. How did we get out of the swine flu? Like, what, what was like the end of that? Was there a vaccine? I don't even really remember. Don't you know? Do some research. Come back. Yeah, next yeah, come back next yeah, yeah. Sorry, all right, sorry, sorry. Come yeah. back so we can have a resolution ready for us and how do we get yeah. out of boom, the swine flu? Boom. Well, I may not be on the next one because I'll be in Colorado. We'll do it Tuesday. Really? Maybe. Wait, when are you leaving? Uh, Sunday. Okay, we'll do it Monday. Perfect. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) What a perfect way to end. All right, Zach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, Blake, Ryan, as always, Always great to have you. Um, Have a great week, everybody. Um, Hopefully everyone has their own COVID hot takes, and we hope you let us know. All right, we'll see you guys next week.